good evening, everyone. Welcome back to the Macabre Family Hour. I'm Carrie. And I'm Cassidy. Join us as we investigate all things spooky, weird, bizarre, and totally out there. From hauntings to murders, investigations of the paranormal to random occurrences throughout history, there's nothing too grim for us. It's time to grab a drink, turn down the lights, and settle in. Cass, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing pretty good. It's only been about two weeks since our last episode, so we're uh, getting better at being more consistent here. Yeah, it's faster than, uh, what, two months was it last time? Yeah, you've been really good at keeping up on uh, putting out episodes. So Yeah, speaking of me putting out episodes, uh, where's your episodes, bro? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get around to it. You remember that time we had a music class together, and, uh, well, I pretty much had to copy you to pass it. Yeah, <laughs> Right here, I found a picture. Uh, it's from our teacher. It's on my homework that we turned in. It says, Carrie, if you insist on copying Cassidy's work, do not turn them in one after the other. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God, I remember that. Yeah. So, you know, I'll get around to it eventually. I just, yeah, yeah, it's true. I just uh, taking the <laughs> taking the load for now, but, you know. Yep. I'll... Pitch in soon enough. But yep. speaking of which, what do you have for us? Uh, what do you have for us this week? All right. So this week, we're going to go back to the spooky spooks. Um, spooky spooks. The <laughs> woo. I love the woo. Yeah. We're going to talk about the Reed House Historic Inn and Suites. I have never heard of it. What state or what country or where is this? <laughs> it's in Chattanooga, Tennessee. All right, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Yeah, um, that's the name of it now. Um, it's been around for quite some time, um, and it was honored on the National Register of Historic Places. Okay, so, that sounds pretty official. Yeah, it. I think that's pretty official. I mean, I don't necessarily know what that is, but it sounds. Yeah, I've never actually heard of it. It could just be someone's website or, you know, <laughs> someone just, they probably put their own stamp and seal on the window and said, we won this, this uh, reference. Yeah. Well, I think, um, you know, because it's so old, it makes sense. Um, and I'm just going to give you a little tidbit as to what we're going to get into tonight. Okay, give me the tidbit. So, room 311 is famous for men, especially smokers, not being able to sleep in there. Just room 311, huh? Just room 311. Wesley Sang, director of marketing for a company that now um, owns the hotel, says, quote, we think that's because of the husband. The husband? What husband? Mm-hmm. Well, we'll find out in a little bit. But first... We're going to do a little bit of history about the hotel. Okay, give me some history. Okay, so the building started as an inn in the mid-1800s. It mm-hmm. was constructed across the street from a railway station by the Crunchfield brothers, Thomas and William. Crunchfield? Crunch. Oh, they Crunchfield. Like, oh, I was going to say, they sound like they it. should be making a candy bars, not <laughs> hotels. Maybe crutches. Crutches, Crutchfield Crutch, Hospital, Crutch. got it. Yeah, yeah. Wait, it's a hotel, not a hospital. Hotel. Okay. (laughs) Yep. Um, They made a lot of money because railroads were the main source of transportation and imports at the time, and this was right across the street. Um, The 
Future President Jefferson Davis stayed at the inn on his way home after stepping down from his position in the U.S. Senate. Apparently, there was an argument that night between William and the future president over politics. William was a union supporter, unlike his brother Thomas, and that caused a lot of drama that night and in the family. So and those are the two Crutchfield brothers? Yes, William and Fighting Thomas. Fighting with, okay. Yeah, yeah. William was fighting with Jefferson Davis, and Thomas kind of settled the oh, thing. Oh, so they were fighting with Jefferson Davis. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess guns were drawn even, but oh, Thomas gosh. stepped in. And... I challenge you to a duel, sir. <laughs> Draw! Draw. <laughs> uh, maybe it was due to the drama or the beginning of the Civil War, but the family ended up selling the inn. Okay. No longer than the Crutchfield's possession. Nope. And in 1963, it was converted to a makeshift hospital for the Union forces. Oh. So lots of people died there. Yeah, I'm sure. That yes. means it's probably super haunted. Super haunted. All right. Uh, four years later, the building caught fire and was burned to the ground. Even more haunted. <laughs> yes. And I thought, so when I was reading this, I was like, oh, well, in my head, a building's haunted because it's, you know, the original building, but people say that paranormal activity holds on to a location, not necessarily, you know, things as a building. Yep. Anyone that's seen Poltergeist can attest to that. Yeah. By- Although in American Horror Story, when uh, they try to get rid of the spirits, they burn it down and that frees the spirits from that location. So oh. I'm sure there's a lots that- of different ideas for something that's all wooey yeah yeah that makes sense you pretty much say whatever you want when there's no way to prove it that's true there's no way to prove (laughs) it at all yeah fact check that people (laughs) yes Uh, then by 1871 dr john t reed bought the property with plans to rebuild the finest hotel in chattanooga okay that shouldn't be that hard hard to set the bar yeah 1871 i'm sure it Mm. wasn't you just have to have a little bit of running water even a hole in the ground to go to the bathroom in and you count as probably the best establishment in town definitely and uh so he did on new year's day in 1872 the luxury hotel opened its doors Mm, luxurious yeah but just a few years later the Reed House was extremely damaged by a flood that went through all through Chattanooga. So they've had a bunch of deaths, a fire, and now a flood. And all this is in a matter of like 10 to 20 years? Yes. Damn. Uh, there was even a current running through the hotel itself hmm. from the flood in the town. Um, so due to that... Several renovations were made and um, expansions, and eventually a fourth story was added to the hotel. Okay, yep. When you can't go out, you go up. Exactly. By 1925, even more rooms were added, and it then stood 10 stories high. During this renovation, pieces from the old hotel were used, including a pair of sconces that were found to be solid silver. Wow. That'd be pretty cool if your light fixture that you found out was just solid metal. Take it down, throw it away, and then they're like, oh no, what'd you do with those light fixtures that we remodeled? We wanted to sell those. They were worth thousands. It's funny that you said that because these were thrown away and one of the construction workers (laughs) (laughs) 
I swear you haven't heard this story. I swear. Nope. Just know exactly how construction goes. <laughs> yes. Um, so they were actually taken out of the trash and polished and were found to be silver. Oh, okay. Well, that's better. Yeah, they didn't take them. Um, they're still in the hotel. So since then, the hotel has gone through several reno- renovations and several different owners. Um, but now we're going to talk about the paranormal stories of this hotel. Okay, that's my favorite part. Yes. Although I do love architectural history just as much as our listeners probably do. Yeah, it's Let's get into the hauntings. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the usual things, you know, cold breezes during the building, in the building, shadowy figures, pressure on your chest, a lot of normal things that people say um, when they are experiencing paranormal activity. Mm-hmm. That is a common trend. Mm-hmm. Some have claimed to see ghostly soldiers in the hallways, maybe ones that died on the as they were operated in the hospital, or maybe they were just left there as security security i don't know they're soldiers <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how these things work yeah i don't either i guess why am i laughing i don't know another area in the hotel that experiences a lot of paranormal activity is the silver ballroom silver ballroom okay mm-hmm. which i'm assuming has those silver sconces that who knows who knows somebody knows but we don't somebody Um, there are multiple reportings of paranormal activity in that room specifically with the mirror in the mirror people have seen a man um there was also amy petula of the chattanooga ghost tours said that she's seen two women standing next to her in that mirror is that not the craziest thing in a movie when someone's like in the bathroom and they go down and they start washing their face and they have that weird side angle and then they show, they break away from the mirror and then all of a sudden they look up from washing their face and they, the camera pans back to them looking in the mirror and there's that figure right behind them. I hate that. <laughs> That's like my biggest every fear. Time. <laughs> I can't wash my face with all the doors open because it's I too just close scary. my eyes and turn around and walk right back out the door without even looking in the mirrors. <laughs> That's a good plan. Better than mine. <laughs> um, all right. So now we're gonna dig into room 311, and it is the room that has the most activity in particular in the hotel. And the reason being in 1927, Annalise Netherly checked into room 311. There are different stories as to what happened in that room that night. Some say that she was married and was caught with another man. Oh. Yeah. Others have said that she was a sex worker who would flaunt her new clients with to the old ones that were staying in the hotel. Regardless, in all versions of the story, one thing remains the same. Hotel staff entered the room the next morning and found Annalise dead in the bathtub with her throat slashed and her head nearly decapitated. Oh my gosh. Yikes. That's just one more body to the room. Other theories say she went there and committed suicide, but it would be pretty difficult for someone to nearly decapitate their own head. (laughs) Huh. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, sounds right. (laughs) I've never tried it myself, but... 
I'd imagine it's pretty difficult. I bet it'd be difficult. I don't think I'm going to attempt either. Yeah, I even have a problem shaving half the time. I'm just like, eh, this is a lot of work. This is way too difficult. <laughs> too many blades near the throat. Yeah. So after the murder, you know, there's been a ton of activity in that room. People have said that they feel like they're being watched. Mm -hmm. um, there have been loud noises inside the room at all hours of the night. Um, several men check out in the middle of the night. Oh, my. Including one who said that the phone rang over and over. And every time he answered, no one was on the other line. So have you ever heard of the movie 1408? It's based on a Stephen King novel starring uh, John Cusack. I've heard of the novel, but I don't know anything about it or the movie. Oh, well, it's kind of just about a writer who is skeptical about supernatural phenomenon, especially in hotels and graveyards and the such. And well, he's writing a book and he hears about this dolphin hotel with a possessed room, 1408 which is completely and permanently unavailable to all guests due to all the haunting and paranormal occurrences. They just don't rent out the room anymore. And so he kind of goes there and stays in this room and is just proceeded with all kinds of paranormal activities and hauntings throughout the entire night. Yikes. That's interesting because at this hotel, I'm not 100% sure that the room 311 is the same room as it was back then because okay. there's another room that's completely locked in the hotel that's on that same floor. And so some people have said that that was the old 311 and they switched it so that people could, you know, stay in the room now. Oh, that is interesting. Well, I think the Stanley Hotel has a similar place with a similar room, the same one that was in the movie, uh, The Shining. Yeah. I can't remember what room number it is, but I believe it was at some point off limits to guests as well. I'm not sure. Another Stephen King novel. So, yeah. you know, I uh, I wonder if that's if this case is kind of one where he's derived some of his ideas and creativity from. Yeah, I wonder, too. I, I've never even read a Steve, Stephen King novel, and I really, really should. Uh, they're pretty good. Yeah. He's a great writer, obviously. One of the yeah, best. Yeah, so I've heard. Anyway, let's get back to your story. Yeah. No, that was awesome. Um, the room still has the vintage clawfoot tub. What's a clawfoot tub? Is that one that's raised off of the ground yeah. with the metal feet? Kind of like mom's. Mom, yeah. Our mom has one that's super creepy like that. Exactly. Creepy. <laughs> well, I mean, I hope it's not haunted. Well, yeah, I hope. That one's not in the haunted. event that one is because we've only used it for dogs. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, there is a frequent stayer at the hotel, or used to be. He stayed in room 311 and reported he was attacked by something. He didn't see what it was, and when he left, he was covered in bruises. Mm, it's probably a hooker. Maybe a hooker. Well, that would oh, have been sorry. Annalisa, a, a, maybe. A oh, lady yeah. of the night. Yes. <laughs> That's a way better a, term. A uh, sex worker? <laughs> sex worker, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Objects were also often moved around the room, and at one point, even the bedside lamp was hurled at him. Lady of the night, for sure. Yeah. So, hopping over to 2018... There okay, was so we huge... just fast-forwarded a whole century? 
Yes, yes, exactly. Okay. Not a lot <laughs> happened in a hundred years. Um, not really. Um, just, you know, I mentioned earlier, just uh, different owners and things like that. Mm, a lot of shakeup. Yes. So in 2018, there was a huge renovation to the hotel. They were restoring it to reflect the Roaring Twenties. And if you check out their website, it looks like a pretty beautiful hotel. But they couldn't unlock the door to room 311. John White's owner of the Red House stated in an interview, they couldn't even get a screwdriver in it to get the handle off. So the only way to get into the room to renovate it, they had to take a buzzsaw to the door. So just chopped it down, cut it open, and got in there that way. Yep. Wow. They just had to That was very locked. They need some WD-40 on that sucker. It'll open right up. Yeah. You think? I don't know. I guess they did everything they could, which is weird. So um, just a little extra tidbit about the hotel. There's a lot of famous people that have stayed there. Um, William Churchill stayed there. Ronald Reagan. Um, and even Al Capone. All right. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite gangsters. Yeah, he stayed in room 311. Of course um, he did. Yeah, when he was on his way to trial in Chicago. So there's no evidence of any paranormal that he found, but security bars were placed on the window when he was there. So To keep him in or to keep things out? <laughs> to keep him in, but maybe to keep things out. Just so that he couldn't escape while he was on his way to trial. Um, They were removed during renovations in 2004, but the current owner plans to put them back up just because, you know, there were bars for Al Capone. That's a cool story. I would have never taken him down. Yeah. I wonder if those were made of silver. I wonder. That'd be cool. (laughs) (laughs) Highly ineffective as bars, but cool nonetheless. (laughs) They would ward off uh, werewolves and possibly vampires. They needed to ward off ghosts. Oh, yeah. I don't know if silver works for that or not. I don't know either. So that is all I have for you guys. Short, uh, but, you know, we figured you guys could use a little short one after last week's pretty long episode. Yeah, that was a long one. And we have another long one planned coming up. So this is just a little tiny filler to get us by. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed listening about the Red Hotel. I did. I mean... I don't know. Would you ever stay in a haunted hotel knowing that there was haunted ones? I mean, there's multiple haunted ones in Colorado that I know about. And then that one that you just mentioned, if it was haunted would be pretty cool. But would you ever stay in one just because? No freaking way. I can't do that. (laughs) I'm too much of a scaredy cat. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to go to sleep. I remember one time when we were younger, you and I and Shalise and- Our parents stayed in a a really old hotel oh from the God. 1900s in Las Vegas, New Mexico. And I remember I had to sleep on the floor and you guys slept on the bed. And I don't know if we had two rooms or one room. Do you? We had two. Two I rooms. I will never forget staying at this hotel. Yeah. I and was I remember terrified. I had to sleep on the floor in, I think it was me and either mom and you or me and mom and Shalise. And we were on in the room and the two of them were on the bed and I was on the floor and these were beds that were raised up and the dust or what do they call those things? The bed skirt, Mm -hmm. the bed skirt was way up above the ground. So it didn't go all the way down. I remember laying there and looking and there's like a trap door behind the bed. (gasps) It was like a little half a door. Oh, 
I I don't know if it was a little storage closet or what, but I hope it was, it was back just there. a storage closet. It had a little lock on it, so it was secured. Yikes. I think I was in that room with you and mom. That was such a scary hotel, and it's forever ingrained in my brain. Yeah, I remember the sink dripped all night long. Oh my god. Or the shower, one of those things, and it was loud. And the like floral bedspread. Yeah, it smelt dusty. Yeah. Yeah. Never forget. But it, and now as an adult, I don't think I would want to go stay at a haunted hotel. I mean, oh. It sounds fun to like stay up all night and go ghost hunting, but I'm such a scaredy cat. See, I'd, I wouldn't have a problem. I know there's one right here next to me um, in Cripple Creek that's a haunted hotel that used to be a hospital and then got converted into a hotel. Oh, and there's lots of reports well. of, yeah, there's lots of reports of hauntings throughout it. And then obviously there's the Stanley Hotel in mm-hmm. Estes Park, Colorado, famous for The Shining. Um, I know I've heard of, oh, the Broadmoor, also another haunted hotel in Colorado Springs. Yep. Man, we have a um, lot of haunted hotels here in Colorado. Yeah, it is kind of odd. And they all have such uh, different backgrounds. And unfortunately, there's not a lot of history on most of them, minus The Shining. There is a lot on that one. But yeah. the other two only have uh, brief histories. Yeah, wish I knew them better. Newer. I would stay in one. I'm not afraid. No ghost. I bet you would. That doesn't surprise me. I don't know if Mariah would. I definitely wouldn't let my dogs come because <laughs> I could ignore the ghost, but my dogs, they'll just start barking and then it'll freak me out even more. They were just oh staring God. at the wall like. Raw, 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 raw. How do they know? It's creepy. <laughs> no idea. It scares me. <laughs> oh. You can tell who's the wuss in this situation. But I always have it. I've always been afraid of everything growing up. You were always a lot of fun to scare. Yeah. <laughs> to you. It was not fun for me. Yeah, me and Shalise had a ball with that. Yeah. Oh. Do you have anything else for the uh, listeners? I think that was it. Uh, this was a fun place to research. I just, I really thought the int- the story was interesting about her obviously getting behead- beheaded in the tub. And that really uh, what made me want to just talk about it a little bit. And yeah, that is what we're all about. Definitely. Well, I appreciated it. And there you have it, folks. We hope you enjoyed Cassidy's story as much as I did this evening. Keep up on our episodes. We'll be releasing some longer ones here in a couple days from this one. So good night from our macabre family to yours. Good night.